from the Grexley Studios at the Catholic TV Center, it's the K&J Show with your hosts, Kevin and Jay. Welcome everyone to the K&J Show here at the Grexley.com studios at the Catholic TV Global Center in Watertown, Massachusetts. Thanks for being with us, everyone, today. We're happy to have you with us as we start another episode here at the K&J Show, episode number 35. Can you believe it, Jay? Yes. <laughs> I can. I can believe it. 35. Can you believe we've been talking for 35 shows? I actually really enjoy this. It's a nice break from the day. Sure. I mean, we, we have a lot of fun. Uh, I don't know if anyone else... I'm very disappointed, to tell you the truth, because... I went to my emails at uh, j at grexley.com. Yes. And I didn't have a single email. You know what I did too? I went to kevin at grexley.com and there was nothing there as well. I'll write you and you it was write a me. Sad day. How's that? Because <laughs> we used to get a lot of emails. Yeah. And I don't know what's well, people, happening. People can still let other people know. You know, we got to get the word out, Jay. You got you to, you know, who do you, do you have a friend? Maybe you could let him know. <laughs> Why is that such a question for you? Do you have a friend? Let, let your friends know, family. Tell them that it wasn't uh, Ethan going to get a K-shirt or something he did. at one point. He did get a K-shirt. Yeah. I made sure he got a K-shirt. Uh, we can uh, get rivalries going, you know, K-Nation or J-Nation or something like that, you know. Uh, and again, uh, as we normally do and as we have done the past few shows is we, we tease the music show that doesn't seem to be here appearing to happen. Although Jay brought his guitar. I, you there. know what? Wait a second. To, his, uh, to the studio. You got to play I, something? I have my guitar. All right. Yeah, a little tease? A little tease. Um, you got okay, a picture in the thing. And there it is. So wait for the... Wow. <laughs> for the... Uh, oh, you know, we'll, we'll, have a little, we'll have a little fun. Can you hear that? Yeah. yeah. in the music show when it actually happens oh yeah we go a little a little mellower a little bluesy jazzy to them a little mellower uh, but we're gonna do a lot of things uh and we might actually do it in a a, a different location yeah so we can do uh, actually mic things because i just yeah. am holding a guitar here without a mic on it yes uh and then we can get some separation and stuff like yeah. that yeah <laughs> i'm really excited to do it i actually I told you, I hadn't practiced for a while after we practiced together. And then I started practicing. I love playing, yeah. but I just didn't have time. And so I started practicing and recently. And, and I, you realize how much you love it when you do it. Yes. So, yeah. yeah. And, it, and it gives you something to shoot for, too. You know? And I'm very sad when I can't practice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I got all the buttons again. Because you know what? But you're pretty good. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah. uh, boy. Uh, yeah. We have fun, yeah, don't we? Yeah. Well, some of us do. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what is the theme of the show today, Jay? And so what I thought, you know, I am in the uh, news department edge of the uh, Catholic TV network here. Yeah, and, and I have no idea what the show's about. Uh, 
I don't. So that's unusual. I, I said, <laughs> I said, uh, I said, surprise me. And you, I think you're surprising yourself as well. So no, no, no. So, um, so what I thought I'd do, you know, what we thought we'd do for the for this show. No, it's it's you. You had it right the first uh, time, not we. I have no idea. I'm calling the show the the name of the show in the news. So I just picked out a few uh, news stories that came uh, came across my desk, and I thought were pretty interesting. You know, nothing hard uh, hitting, but nice to talk about. You know. Um, so the first one, um, th- this was um, actually a, a priest that I had interviewed, and we had gone to this place for a Catholic destination. His name is Father John Ubel. He's the rector of the Cathedral of St. Paul in uh, St. Paul, uh, Minnesota. And um, he is um, putting his baseball collection uh, up in an auction uh, to support um, um, Catholic schools. Wow, is it a big yeah. is it a big collection? This it's valued at more than twenty five thousand dollars. Really? Yes. Yeah. So it's a great story. Um, so he's uh, he was literally going to throw them in the trash um, a few years ago because uh, he was moving assignments. Twenty five thousand yeah. dollars worth of collectibles yeah, in the trash. He, you know, I'd like to know if he is actually going to throw because there's, uh, there's yeah. two. I'm going to get to this, Jay, but there's two big cards in this collection that are mostly. Um, made up of the twenty five. Can I can I guess what they are? Uh, well, w- let's get hold, hold on, hold on. <laughs> we'll get to that in just okay. a moment. So, um, so he was going to throw out uh, some of these cards uh, when he's moving from assignments and decided not to. So the proceeds are going to go to Aim Higher Foundation in Saint Paul. It's a nonprofit organization gives scholarships to low income students at Catholic elementary schools in the Archdiocese of Saint Paul, Minneapolis. Um, students receive 1000 every year they are enrolled in the catholic school through 8th grade and a person could uh, a student could receive as much as 9000 so uh, hopefully this gets <laughs> i'm just reading this but uh, uh, there's going to be an auction uh, online it's happening very shortly so you really did prepare for the I, show well no i, I knew <laughs> i'm it, just reading it right I now i knew he was going to uh, auction them off but uh, it, it's uh, very close depending on when this uh, show airs uh, the the auction was uh, the 12th and the 14th of march um, but he has more than 2,000 cards, uh, and he will focus on the most valuable, about 50 at the auction. Okay, Jay, the two big sellers. Tell me what you think. Dan. Mickey Mantle? Nope. Uh, Lou Gehrig? Nope. Babe Ruth? Nope. Henry Aaron? Henry Aaron's rookie card. Hank Aaron's rookie card, 1954. That's pretty good, by the way. Yes. Yeah. Um, Pete Rose? Uh, nope. Another one. What, what year was that? His rookie so, card? Okay, so th- the rookie card for Hank Aaron was 1954. And okay. the, the person, the next person's rookie, uh, he has the rookie card and the next person, which was 1948. Well, that's after Ted Williams. Um, so I'm going to, 1948 rookie. Let me know if you want a hint. Uh, it's not Roberto Clemente because he died in the early 70s. Um, give me another hint. Well, this one you'll get. <clears throat> he changed the face of baseball. Oh, Jackie Robinson? Jackie Robinson's rookie yeah. card. I should have guessed Jackie Robinson. <clears throat> That's the one that's going to really get a lot of money. So right now, uh, Father Ubel said the Robinson card is worth more than $15,000. Yeah. And the, uh, yeah. the Hank Aaron card, he estimates it's worth about 6000 We should have just waited for him to throw it away. <laughs> I know. We could have just picked through the trash. <laughs> 
and actually, he said, so the Hank Aaron card was worth about 6000 but he says the, um, that figure is continuing to climb since he just passed away. Yeah, um, yeah, he was a good man from what I heard, too. And, yeah. and I, I remember when he hit that home run, uh, it was just great to watch him going around. And, and guys ran on the field to run around the base with him. Yes, yeah, yeah. In night, April 8th, 1974. Yeah. Do you collect anything? Jay, I have my baseball collection from my childhood still with me. Do you know I have a, um, what do they call that, when you go to the baseball park and you can get a book? Uh, program. Program. Yeah. I have a program of the 19, is it 46 or 47 or whatever, uh, Red Sox with Ted Williams in it. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. My son collects things. He has a lot of basketball stuff. Yeah. Like a Jerry West signed jersey, Larry Bird signed stuff, things wow, like that. Wow. So wow. He's, he loves collecting stuff. He has a, a basketball signed by all the Celtics wow. um, with Bird and Walton, the 86 Celtics. Wow. Yeah. So that could be worth something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, you don't have a baseball card collection? I do. I have some old, really old ones, but they're not worth much. Yeah. Um, I do have I do have one that was uh, Ripken's kid, I think, and they had written something bad on the bottom of the bat, oh. and they took the picture and they put them out. So yeah. that's worth some money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. But uh, Ethan has Ethan probably has ten to fifteen thousand cards. Yeah. Between baseball and uh, basketball. Yeah. He has I, a lot of cards. I don't know how many. Uh, I have hundreds uh, of cards. I had some uh, pretty decent one. I believe I have a Carlton Fisk rookie card. See, that'd be worth money. Yeah. Uh, well, what he would do is he would go to auctions, Ethan, yeah. and he would buy just these huge things of cards for good money. Not 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 good money. Cheap money. Yeah. yeah. And he'd bring them home, and then we would go so through, through all of them. <laughs> and, um, and he would find some, and they'd be worth a lot of money. Yeah. And so... That's what he did, and he can, continues to do it. He loves it. He just—it's a lot of fun for him. Sure, sure. I um, I went. I when I was younger, you know, I'd go through them every year and pull them out, and you know, and I had, I'd put them in the books with the um, you know, you slide the cards in the plastic and stuff like that. So yeah, I, he has those things. Yeah. He has a little the hard plastic too with little cases. Oh, okay, yeah. He yeah. has all that too. I also used to collect um, monster models. M monster models. Yes. Yeah. So what they were was, you know, models that you would glue together, and it was uh, parts of them glow would glow in the dark. Yeah. And I had Godzilla and King Kong and the Mummy and Frankenstein and the Creature from the Black Lagoon oh, and Dracula. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. And I had them all over my room. Wow. Used to love it. Used to love making models, you know, boats and planes. I had planes that I had made that would hang from my ceiling. Wow. Yeah. So wow. I used to collect those as you well. Still have any of those? I don't. I don't. <laughs> Um, they didn't make it. Um, I wish they had. Yeah. But they didn't. Uh, but uh, just a great story. Um, you know, so he, uh, this father, uh, Ubel, he had gone to Catholic grammar school, Catholic high school as well. So just uh, felt like uh, wanted to give back. He said the uh, Catholic schools have been doing such a great job during the COVID uh, crisis as well. So uh, he, he thought it's time, time to do something and to give back. Back. So that's good, great. Good for him. Yeah, that yeah. is. That's really kind of him. We and uh, for a good cause. And a, and a nice guy. We had talked to him. Uh, if uh, people watch on Catholic TV and see the Catholic Destination, you can always check out CatholicTV.com as well and go to the uh, Catholic Destination page. It might be up there. But we did the uh, the cathedral is w beautiful. Yeah. It is like I've is, seen it. I've seen your show. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Jay. Uh, I I enjoy your show. Uh, it's a good show. 
Cathedral of St. Paul, um, it, it's just it's just um, something, I, I don't know, something you'd see like in, you know, Rome or something like that. It's that huge. Yeah. It's, it's unbelievable. Very beautiful. Do you know one of the biggest cathedrals in the United States is? The one in Washington. Uh, it, that, yeah, the and the Archdiocese Shrine. of Boston. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. The, Bigger the, than St. Patrick's from New York. I know that. I know that. Because there, if you go to St. Peter's, St. Pietro's, Santa Pietro's in Rome, they have those those on the floor. Yeah, yeah they have the the things that show you how big it would be within that, which isn't close to Saint Saint Peter's. Just keeps going and going and going. Yes, yeah, uh-huh. but the biggest one in in the United States is the uh, National Shrine in Washington. Is that the biggest one? Yeah, yeah. All right, so I uh, got another story. Uh, this is an interesting one, um, and it's a great one that brought together a lot of people. This happened uh, recently in uh, all our friends in Michigan, Dearborn, Michigan. Um, over 300 parishioners, students gathered around an altar sculptured from ice and snow. They built a, a little like chapel setting of ice and snow, the parish, um, the Chapel of the Divine Chill took its inspiration from a similar project at Michigan Tech University in Houghton, where students and clergy an- annually construct a chapel of ice and snow during the school's winter carnival. Um, so this was done, um, uh, Father David Pelligan, associate pastor of Church of the Divine Child, began discussing the snow chapel with Father Bob McCabe, the pastor, and they got it together, and then they uh, got the kids from the school, Divine Child High School and Elementary School, and they build, packed, and sculptured the snow into an altar. They had 200 students, volunteers to make it up. Some this great is why you need a picture. All right. I know. So I it know. doesn't work as well, much with a podcast. Well, that's, that's the beautiful, you know, when this radio thing all started, Jay, that's the beauty of it because you use your imagination. You know, you get that imagination going. You can picture this in your, in your mind, right? When you had all those radio shows on the air, you know, the, the dramas, the mm-hmm. comedies. I used to listen like to them. Yeah, they were great. The Lone Ranger. They're great, yeah. I used to listen to The Lone Ranger. Yeah. How about The Shadow? The Shadow Knows. Yeah. Uh, who knows what lies in the hearts, hearts of, of men? <laughs> the Shadow Knows. Um, you know, some great quotes. Quotes? Uh, quotes? Uh, Allie Myers, a senior at the high school uh, who spent hours working in the chapel, said this was one of the highlights of her senior year. Oh, that's good. Who else can say in their high school senior year they got to build a snow chapel? <laughs> Not too many. Uh, I know, I know. Uh, so uh, it, it's just a great, great effort. The, the uh, priest was talking about how people were coming by, checking it out, and said, do, do, do you need some, somebody brought candles, somebody brought a crucifix. They, um, people were just uh, bringing things and, and adding to the, the snow. You know, you could certainly do that in New England in places, but there's there's not a lot of places you could do it. No, yeah, yeah. So Wisconsin, you could do it. Yeah. The Dakotas, yeah, Wyoming, and, Colorado. And, um, so, oh, so, so this is a great quote, too. This is, uh, uh, this is uh, the uh, priest from the parish. He said, one of the things we really saw in this project was it showed people in no uncertain terms that there is no opposition between being religious and having a good time. When you are following Jesus, it's an adventure, and you can have a ton of fun doing it. Yeah, well, it's, <laughs> you know, we celebrate our faith, as we like to say. And, and, and we have a good time here on the K&J show, right, Jay? We do. We do. <laughs> we always enjoy it. Um, and, and I'm enjoying these stories. They're, they're really uh, interesting. The theme of today's show, In the News, we're calling it. Isn't that great, Jay? And you didn't even know what I was going to do. 
just can't stay away from them. That's going to be our news thing. Wait, wait. Okay, and Kevin Nelson has the news. <laughs> what do you have, Kev? <laughs> this just in, Jay. Um, you want me to hit, hit, hit you with another one here? Hit me, Kevin. All right. This is for all our, this is like our international story, uh, all our friends in Italy. So at an Italian prison, 45 miles south of Rome, um, the prisoners are using paintbrushes and decorating Paschal candles in preparation for, of course, uh, the holiest uh, celebrations in Christianity. This is called the Light of Freedom Project. It's an initiative promoted by the Inspector General of Italian Prison Chaplains, aims to have hundreds of Paschal candles ready for Easter. So the inmates are uh, putting together these candles, and um, uh, you know the idea is to get them uh, uh, working on thing to instill instill values of um, freedom, justice, affirming the dignity of the person in, in the prison as well. Yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah, I like that one. Uh, and now, do they sell the candles? Uh, I'm not sure if they sell them or uh, they must sell them. Yeah, I would assume they sell them, and that's yeah, yeah that's great. In this prison. Uh, it's uh, crazy. It's a, it was a fortress built in the 16th century. Prison in Pagliano. Houses. I bet it's seventy men and women. Yeah. And the Pope uh, Pope Francis visited there in 2017 and celebrated. That that was one of the ones he celebrated uh, for the Holy Thursday Mass, where he washed the feet of 12 inmates. He's been yeah. he's been Pope for four years. Uh, more. More. Yeah, That's 20, amazing 20, to me. 2013, right? Or it was 2013 he I became Pope? Eight years? I believe so, yes. Wow. <clears throat> it was by quick. We'll have to get our fact checkers on that. <laughs> yes. Uh, can you guys get on that right away? Thank you. Our team here at uh, the Grexley Studio. So Father Grimaldi, who is kind of like one of the um, chaplains, said uh, he's hoping to deliver one of the Paschal candles to Pope Francis to use in the chapel at his residence. The Doma Santa Marta. Oh, this could be some competition. Uh, yeah. So, but they have the the beautiful making these beautiful uh, candles uh, right there in prison. It's just a great project to be able to do and to to, to be able to give uh, the prisoners uh, a great activity to do. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, you've heard of people prisoners making um, license plates and stuff like that, but this is a this is a nice one too. Yes, I think it's great. <laughs> all for it. That's all you got to say. Um, yep. I don't have much to say <laughs> in that one. Is that it for your news? You don't have any more news stories? I got another news story, but I don't know if we, you know, I'm like, gosh, you just want to hit the button. Kevin. <laughs> Kevin. Oh. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Kevin Nelson's News. <laughs> Kevin, what do you have for the news? <laughs> Just, That's even better. Wait a second. Kevin Nelson with the news. <laughs> um, Don't you like that? Somebody help me. Don't help you like that? Help me get out of Don't here. Don't you think that'd be cool? Is the show on over? La ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, now joining us, Kevin Nelson with the news. Kevin, what do you have? <laughs> You're just killing yourself over there. I just Holy think it's smokes. awesome. I don't know who gave me these buttons, but I really like them. Yeah. I really like, I, I mean the person who gave me the buttons. But you know what I have to do is I've got to talk to Steve because I need to get more sound effects. No. Uh, yes. No. Yes, I'm running out of sound effects. I'm running out of sound effects. 
Yeah, I need those sound effects right now. Now, now to be helpful to me, yeah. uh, folks uh, listening, <laughs> if you could write in to jcorrectly.com and tell them to stop messing around with the <laughs> sound effects buttons, that would be helpful. Kevin, come on. Do you have sanity. another? Do you have another story? Well, I got a serious story. Okay. Today. Kevin Nelson with the news. Yeah, that's not gonna. You know, when you're starting a serious story, that's probably not a good intro to a oh. serious story. Yeah, that's not either. Okay. That doesn't work. Okay. Uh, this was a story that, uh, and this is gonna. You know, we we talked about this. Um, Am I gonna feel bad now that I did that? Uh, well, do we want to just skip this story? No, I think it's a good one to talk about. Uh, Jake, because we I mentioned it in the news, and, and I, I know you and um, Shabrita had had thoughts about it too. But this was something that came out of England and uh, Wales, and the bishops were speaking out against it. Uh, uh, the medical orders against attempting to resuscitate patients with learning disabilities during uh, the latest COVID nineteen. This is a terrible in the UK. story. Yeah, and they called it uh, you know unacceptable and immoral. The UK government is is against it as well, but the they, the medical people that uh, oversee them the hospitals allowed it to happen. So uh, imagine that. Yeah, I mean the dignity of every person. Everyone's important. Yeah, no one is more important than someone else, and yet we're arbitrarily making decisions that because. So and this this by the way includes Down syndrome children I believe yes yep uh, I'm, and I, I have to tell you that just breaks my heart yep breaks my heart so they're um, uh, looking into it but they did say this is Britain Britain's Care Quality Commission oversees standards in healthcare uh, announced that the inappropriate do not attempt CPR notices had caused potentially avoidable deaths so they haven't even found out exactly how, you know how far this went. Um, during the pandemic in 2020, and it's uh, supposed to be publishing a report about it. Um, and then, uh, so there's this charity, leading UK charity for people with learning disabilities. They've, they've been speaking out about this, complaining about this, do not res- resuscitate orders. But they're also saying that people with learning dis- disabilities, um, and as uh, as well as Down syndrome, as you say, Jay, are, are being overlooked in the distribution of vaccines against the coronavirus. Right. So not only are they... Uh, you know, get this, do not uh, resist. It's morally wrong. Yeah, and now they're uh, being sort of discriminated against with the vaccines as well. So I, I am dyslexic. Yeah. Right? So it's eventually someone going to decide because I'm dyslexic that don't resuscitate. Yeah. My my sister, who uh, who was not with us any longer, but was very ill and had many different uh, problems, ended up in a wheelchair. So Mara, who I loved dearly, Someone's going to tell me that, no, she doesn't matter as much, so we're not going to resuscitate her. Yeah. It just, again, breaks. What really really upsets me about it is I think of those people who are living their lives and are being told, and maybe in even an offhanded way, that their life isn't important. So we're not going to bother with you. Are not as important as others. Yeah. We're not, we're not going, we're not going to bother with you. You're, you're getting in the way. Yeah. So, um, and my sister wasn't getting in the way. Yeah. So it's um, something that I just find horrendous, sad, and and really upsetting. Yeah. Very, very upsetting that we get to this point. And unfortunately, it seems that it it's almost as if someone tries things like this until they can get a little further, a little further. Then it becomes almost acceptable. Yes. yes. And that's that's an issue, too, where... They, they eventually it becomes, 
Well, I, I don't, and, and I know people say, well, you're going overboard with this, but I don't think I am. Well, I don't want a child. Uh, I don't want a boy. I don't want a girl. Well, in, and in China, they do that. Yeah. Uh, I don't want, uh, I don't want a blonde haired kid. I don't want a, uh, a kid with brown hair and, and brown eyes. I wanted a blonde haired kid with blue eyes. Where does it end? Yeah. No, it's um, true. Uh, you know, and it shouldn't start. We we heard about, um, you know, that came out with, in Iceland. You know, where they uh, basically uh, uh, aborted their way to no. Um, they virtually have no Down syndrome children. Well, isn't that great? Yeah, um, and so you, you know, you have the opportunity if you find out you're going to have a Down syndrome. We had a, a young lady who used to come in here, and her name was Connie, and Connie would come in. And she had Down syndrome. Yeah. Everyone loved when Connie would come in. And, and lit up. People would come down just to say hi to her. She would yeah. give everyone a hug. She was a beautiful, beautiful person. Yeah. And she meant so much to so many. And when she passed away, people were very saddened by it. And we lose out as a society when we lose people like Connie. Yeah. She matters. She matters to all of us. She changes lives. She affects lives. And we can't just arbitrarily again say, no, no, nah, no, nah, we don't want, we don't want people like Connie. Well, who are you? Yeah. Huh? Now look what you've done, Kevin. Yeah. You've changed the whole I tone of this I program. <laughs> I told you it was going to be serious. But yeah. you, you yeah. should have known this one was going to set me off. Yeah. Well, I mean, and the other, you know, the other thing, this is this is the thing that people were talking about too, when when the COVID um, crisis was really kicking up. You know, I know in Italy, they were just overwhelmed at the the hospitals, and um, you know, uh, wondering that people were talking about, you know, when it, if it comes down to who who do you save, you know. Um, uh, you know, how do you make a determination like that? And and this is a little different. I just yeah, no, it is. It is because but it was... and this is not because my mom was a nurse. Uh, I think the job nurses and doctors do uh, is unbelievable, and especially during that pandemic, what they had done was unbelievable. Uh, and I have great respect for them. I think this puts them in a very difficult position that they should not be put in. Yes, because they're the people who are saving lives. And that's why they became nurses and doctors, was to help people and to save lives. And now you're saying, no, imagine being a nurse or a doctor who, because of a law, can't save a life, and it's right in front of them. That, that has to affect you for the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And your turn. Yeah, no. That's um, something that uh, hap is happening and, and could, unfortunately, happen more if people don't speak up and... You know, say something about it. Yeah, I don't know where to go from now here, Jay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah, want to end yeah. on a on a, a down note, but I just want to. You know, it's it's good that people, um, and it, and it's in the news, and uh, and it's good that people know that this is going on, um, so that uh, you know it doesn't like you say. You know, it becomes a lot of times this stuff happens, and you don't hear too much about it, and then uh, you know it starts popping up. And, you know, people get... Or dipping their toes in the water. Yeah, and they get, get used to, oh, yeah, I've heard about that. Right, and then, right. You know, it starts... It becomes acceptable. Growing. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's, that's the beauty of, of society in the sense that we can speak up about these things and we can make sure that they don't continue and they can't continue. Yeah. And they absolutely cannot continue. We have to have our voices raised. 
And I don't know where to go now from this show, too, because we're almost out of time. <laughs> and usually we have a lot of fun. But you know what? I'm glad you brought it up because it is something that need, if people don't talk about it, then people don't know about it. And it becomes uh, a larger issue later on. And not that it's not a huge issue right now, but we want it to stop. We don't want it to continue. And to realize and recognize uh, the human dignity of everyone uh, and every life is precious. And yeah, we're all different. Yeah. You're different. I'm different. We're all different. But that's why we're special. It, it, if it's like a painting. If you had a painting and it was one color, then it would be boring. But what makes it a masterpiece is someone takes all of these colors, all of these different paints, they put them together. And because there's so many different paints on that canvas that pop out and you notice them and they're different, that's a masterpiece. You can't have a you can't have a symphony with one instrument. Yeah, and I think that's uh, true. If we take it a step too, uh, you know, there are some people that would like everybody to think one way as well and not have different opinions and different takes on things too. And I think that adds. You have to be able to discuss things and have, you know, different ideas and different opinions about specific things, you know, and and that, and that's what makes this country yeah. great if you try to uh, tell people no this is the idea we're going with you have to believe this and, and get everybody on and if board. you don't yeah, you're yeah, labeled you don't, you'll be you'll be labeled you'll be uh punished for it you'll be punished yeah. that's not the america that i grew up in by the way yeah but it seems to be the direction that america is going in today yeah uh, from both sides by the way i'm not yeah. i i'm i'm apolitical in a sense but there's no conversation right now both sides of the aisle just yell at each other and and try to tell each other what to do. Well, you know what? We can what disagree. To, it's okay. What to think, yeah. It's it's okay to disagree. I disagree with my sisters once in a while. I love my sisters. Yeah. And I will continue to love my sisters. But that doesn't mean I have to agree with everything they say. And they certainly don't have to agree with everything what I say. Again, it's that tapestry that makes up who we are, many different people. And it just isn't confined to how you look that makes you different. It's how you think. Yeah, yeah. We're not all going to think the same, and that's okay. That's probably a good thing. As long as we're not hurting one another and using our thought process to, to diminish people, um, we should have conversations of why we think a certain way because maybe someone thinks something differently than me, and they're right, and I'm wrong. Well, if I don't listen to them, I'm never going to get a clearer picture in my head. Yeah. I'm not happy with you right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, and, and people, need, you know, people need to be to heard um, and and respected as well. So I, I know, you know, as we, we've talked about this before with with um, you know social media, with 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 just everything that's going on lately. Um, it, there's so much anger and, and volatile language being spoken, um, and I think that just. You know, it just raises the level, and 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 people can't communicate because they're just put off by all of that. You know, so if yeah. you you need to respect it, you may vehemently disagree with somebody, but you got to respect them as a person, just as we respect. We're talking about human dignity and respecting all all different uh, yeah. lives and people. You have to respect the person. You can really disagree with them, but still respect them. Yeah. No, I I agree, and I think some words have been weaponized. And it's almost a gotcha society right now. Yeah. And they're looking 
to to get to get you. And yeah. when I say they, I'm not talking about one group. I'm talking about I think politics have become so divisive. And what are we teaching our children? Yeah. I mean, and I think social media has has had something to do with this because you can now be anonymous and say whatever you want, and it can be vicious and addictive sure. and and hurtful and and people get away with it and and people see it and they say oh that's funny no it's not funny and it's not funny at all unfortunately you know people are finding out that you know things that they say and do on social media uh, you got to be respectful of people or it's going to come back to bite you oh you yeah know? there's so many people that you know said all this stuff and you know then they pull it out and find out about it if they want to you know, I don't know if they're a celebrity or if they're running for office or anything like that. You know, well, look at what you did. But but then again, if they put their name on it, they have the right to say it. Yeah, yeah. They have the right to say it. Yeah. Whether we agree or disagree, and there's a lot of things I disagree about, but I don't disagree with with them that they have the right to say it. And by the way, then I know who they are. Yeah. And when I say I've, who they are, I mean their thought process. So I have no problem with people saying exactly what they think. But I'm just saying people don't think. No, they, they just spew. Yeah, you know. Well, it's it's you know what that is, Kev. What that what that is is people do things to make them feel better without realizing the ramification of what those words have. And by making yourself feel better, if you really think about it, it probably isn't the right thing to do a lot of times. Yeah. So you probably should take a step back. How many times have you, not you personally, Kevin, but you as the people listening, written an email, sent it, and said, "Oh boy, I shouldn't have sent that." Yeah. You think you give it usually what I try to do, and I don't always do this, but I try to. I try to give it at, at least a few hours to 24 hours before, if I'm angry, yeah. before I send something. Yes, yeah, because ultimately it's probably not going to be hand uh, or, or received uh, the way I would like it to be received if I send the initial email. Yeah, yeah, it's because you, you get upset and you, you're hurt, and you so you just have to wait because. Yeah. Because what you don't want to do is take something that should have been a small situation and make it a huge situation. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, don't do it because it makes you feel good. Do it because it's right. Yes. And if you do the right thing, well, then you've done the right thing. It, and then you're okay. And yeah, I can live with that. Yeah. No, and sometimes, you know, when you're angry, you don't, you don't, you say things that you don't mean, you know, and you, and you don't, and they're not from your heart, but, you know, you throw it out there and you hurt. Uh, people so yeah we don't want to do that you know way a good way to jay to end this show maybe maybe give another people it's just not put it on people another tease jake yeah maybe go out with like a little strum or something like that why don't you i I don't (laughs) i got my gloves on (laughs) oh yeah yeah of course you have your gloves on Uh, i uh i don't even know what i do yeah all right i'll give a strum all right yeah let me let me hand you the guitar there you go kev Watch out, that's that's a really nice guitar. What kind of guitar? What kind of guitar is it? That's a red label Yamaha from 1970. What are we talking? What, do you, what gets this on the market? What, how much is that worth? Yeah, what are we talking about? Uh, I'd say between 650 and 850. Uh, wow. Um, should I... Should I uh, I, I don't know what you're gonna do, Kevin. You're just no, playing no. a D to a C to a G. <laughs> I, I, I'm not uh, sure. What can I do? Uh, well, uh, you're really, you're really hyping up this music show we're gonna do. Uh, well, okay. By the way, the stuff I played was stuff I wrote. Stuff you wrote. Okay. Yeah. So uh, it was original. So no one can come after us. Okay. So what do you tell me? 
do something original. I got those those uh, little licks that I uh, always like. It's hard to play with gloves on. <laughs> I thought you sounded better. <laughs> That's my little lick. Uh, okay. Uh, this is a. Uh, well, I, I mean, I got a, I got a song. I got an original song, Jay, that maybe we'll, you know, do on, on an original song show. I wanted to do original uh, song show, and you said no. Well, I mean, I, you know, we ease into it. You know, like we started, we were going to start off with like the, the Beatle thing, and then, uh, you know, maybe do an original song, and then maybe pick out another theme, and, you know, you know uh, then go from there, you know? Yeah. You can't just, you know, throw everything down on one show. You got to stretch it out a little bit, you know? All right. Why don't you take us out, Kevin? All right. Well, thank you, everybody. <laughs> I, I don't know if that was a good tease. Jay would have been better. Jay is very, uh, a much better guitar player than I am. Um, but uh, thanks for being with us. Uh, you know, we got a little bit of uh, different things that are going on in the news. I think it was good to talk about uh, some great things that are going on, some unfortunate things that are going on as well. Uh, if you have a comment on the show, if you want a topic, have us talk about something, uh, yeah, please send us an email at kevin at grexley.com or jay at grexley.com as well. And uh, don't forget to visit the Patreon page as well. So thanks, everyone, for being with us. And we'll, we'll, we won't see you. We'll hear you next time on the K&J Show. <laughs>